Welcome to this week's edition of the All Saints Lutheran Church podcast. All Saints is a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. We are located in Davenport, Iowa. Each week we bring you the digital edition of the weekly sermon. Enjoy! The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 18th chapter. He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and regarded others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee standing by himself was praying thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like that tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all my income. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even look up to heaven, but was beating his breast and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. Pastor Lisa visited our um, rehearsal this week, and she shared with us um, something that they had done just a couple weeks prior in, at a women's retreat. They sang this song, and they sang it through twice, the first time as a prayer to God calling out to him. And the second time, they did it kind of as a reversal, as God calling to us. God singing, draw me close. God saying, you are my only desire. Today, there's a lot in these stories, in these scriptures of, of humbling yourself, of letting yourself go and not lifting yourself up. So perhaps as we sing to him today, as we call to him, we also really, truly listen to him calling to us. of light, we confess that we separate ourselves from you by what we think, say, and do. Sometimes we believe all we need are material things to make us happy. We confess that we let these things get in the way. We confess our acceptance by others is often more important to us than it should be. God, we live in a very busy world filled with distractions. We confess that we let these distractions take over our lives. Often we feel afraid and frustrated. Rather than accepting your forgiving love, we seem to turn away from you. We need to become a new creation fashioned in your image. Forgive our sins and create within us all you intend us to be. 
forgiven. In the mercy of Almighty God, I announce to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's an interesting song to hear it that way. God calling to us, saying that we're all that God wants, that God wants all of us to him.
And we set that in juxtaposition to the story of the Pharisee and the tax collector this morning. The Pharisee is set before us, and there are a number of statements about the Pharisee's piety that are set in front of us this morning. And I want you to know from the get-go that every one of those statements is a statement of truth. Everything the Pharisee says this morning is true. When he says to you, I thank you that I am not like all other men, that's true. The Pharisee is not like all other men. The Pharisee had social standards that were set much higher than the rest of the social standards of the day. And, and the Pharisee lived at a higher standard than everyone else and what was expected. When the Pharisee says, I fast twice a week, yes, that is true. Pharisees fasted on Monday and Thursday of every week, forever. That was part of their routine. It is a true statement. When he says, I give tithes of everything I possess, it's true. And he's talking about the gross people, not the net. It wasn't that he subtracted and then he said, okay, now I'll give 10% of that. No, it was of everything he had. And the truth is he went beyond the law of Moses of what was expected of him. But I want you to hear that really is no big deal. That's what all Pharisees did. That's what they did. That was normal. That is true. When he says, I am not a crook, he's right. He's not a crook. When he says, I don't commit adultery, he's right. He was faithful to his wife. When he says, I am an honest, good man, I am faithful, and I am zealous for my religion. Yep. He was. He was all those things. He was good and faithful and zealous. He was a very good man. And when I read this prayer, when I read this Bible passage, I always laugh. I know one country song. I know, I know. Matt just chuckled because I actually know one. I hate country music. It's the only kind of music I don't like. I'm so sorry for those of you who adore it. Please forgive me. Um, I do not like country music, but I know this one country song, and this is what I think of every time I read this story. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. That's what I think of when I hear this Pharisee who says, I am so great. I do everything right, you know? That's what I think of. And I remember hearing that song in the radio when I was a kid, getting ready for school. That tells you how old I am, right? What we are to understand here is that when he was praying, he was telling the truth, okay? He's not exaggerating. He's not blowing things out of proportion. And I know you've heard this text read that way, right? You've heard it read something like this. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, was praying thus, God, I thank you that I am not like that other man. Right? You've all heard it read that way. This is a genuine prayer, truly from the heart of the Pharisee. That's not how it's intended to be read. He's just being honest. He has done all these things. When he says to the Lord, you're lucky, Lord, to have a guy like me on your side, he means it. He's a good guy. And, and when he got done praying, if he was praying in public, I'm sure there was just a, <gasps> and a roar, and people stood up and applauded the man. I'm sure he could pray like none other. 
He would be the kind of guy you would want to have living next door to you as your next door neighbor. You would never have to worry about a thing. His doors would always be locked. He'd be a good neighbor and watch your house while you were gone. He probably mowed his yard two days before you did and had it wonderfully manicured and picked up any of the dog do that your dog and his left in the yard so it'd all be taken care of. He was a good citizen, voted on every election day, just not on the big ones, but on all of them. He did everything right. And, and, and if he walked in the door right now to this worship space, he would probably volunteer for every committee, every team, everything we had going, and you'd all rally around him and go, oh, did you see what he put in the offering plate? And you'd want to get him on the church council immediately. And you would all say, oh, what a good guy is he. You know? And he is. He is a good man. Everything he tells us is true. The problem is, it's all good by standards of the world. By the world's standards, he's good. But that's not what we talk about here. It's not what we talk about in this space. In this space, we have to talk about what it means to be in the eyes of God. And what are God's standards, God's expectations for us. The problem is, is that this man never says, states, or understands his absolute dependence on God. He doesn't get that. He thinks it's all about him. And then if he just keeps working and doing all these things and checking them all off his list, and he's done all these good and right things, then surely he must be a righteous man, and surely then he will be in God's favor, and he will go to heaven, and all is good and right with the world, because he's a good guy. And then we have the tax collector. The tax collector who does understand that he is not God and that God is God. The tax collector who understands that he has not done anything that's going to earn him into God's grace or mercy. And that the only hope he has for salvation can only come through the grace of God. The tax collector gets it more than anyone else that he is at God's mercy for salvation. Often this parable is read and, and everybody says, well, well, who are you in this story? You're both of them. You are both the Pharisee and the tax collector because you all have done the Pharisee thing too. I've heard it. I've seen it. You all do it. We all get wrapped up in that human part of trying to play God ourselves instead of letting God take that one. And we all try these things. Well, if I just do this, if I, and well, you know what? I do go to church. And thank God I'm not like those people that never come to church and, and I volunteer on the committees and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I ran that whole thing all by myself and I had the clipboard ready and I can't believe nobody signed up on that darn clipboard. And you do all that and you start looking down your nose and you start judging the person sitting across the aisle from you and you're so glad you don't have to sit by them and you're really not like that person because, whew! And you are the tax collector. Because no amount of works righteousness will ever get you your salvation.
we all come understanding that we are pitiful, broken human beings who are dependent on God and God's mercy for our salvation. That's why we do confession every single week when we gather. Because we understand that there is nothing we can do to earn God's grace, love, and mercy. But only by the power of God's love do we receive, we receive that forgiveness and that salvation. Please pray with me. Thank you for joining us for this week's edition of the podcast from All Saints Lutheran Church in Davenport, Iowa. Please know that you are welcome to visit and worship with us anytime you're in the Quad Cities. You can also find us online at www.allsaintsdavenport.org. We are missionaries proclaiming Christ, and we pray that you have a blessed week surrounded by His love.